Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Stay cool this summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And welcome back to Once Upon a Timing, your podcast all about flying ships, terrible plans, and Russell Crowe's outfit from Master and Commander. I am not kidding. That's actually what the captain of this episode is wearing. What? When we talk before the episode, sometimes you tell me things, and then now I find out that you hide little secret squirrel things from me. 10 out of 10. Fantastic. You got to see my face while I was living that information. That's fantastic. Yes, and, and I imagine it was the hat from when he was Jean Valjean. That's just my headcanon, though. That's not actually true, but I want it to be true because I'll take any excuse to to mention Russell Crowe in Les Miserables. I am Beth Alderkin, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovely Abby. Abby, how are you doing? Uh, feeling pretty punchy today, Beth. We're going to have a good time because this episode was just top tier once upon a time wild. Um but also, like, just personal stuff. My my Chiefs won yesterday against the local uh, Cleveland Browns, so I'm just beside myself. We pulled it off at the end. And then I got my blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu today. So I am a certified baddie now. So boom, boom, boom. Uh, uh, anyway, yes, feeling very punchy and very excited to talk about all of the terrible, terrible plans and the awful... And just, tra- just David, just... I. Uh, David, I, okay. <laughs> yes, we are here to talk about season three, episode five, good form. Although I think the proper term would be, uh, like I, I guess the chaos form, form of cha- takes form of chaos, because this episode is pure chaos. Nothing works, nothing fits, and yet it all kind of perfectly meshes together. I don't know how I feel about this episode, because everything about it is bad, and I didn't like it, but in the end, I like I wanted to watch it again. Oh, oh, I I love this episode. Literally at the big at the big moment in the middle of it, you know, right before everything falls apart, I cheered. I was like, yay! Because I was so happy that they smooched. Uh, and that's my favorite. Uh, that is my favorite kind of like first smooch. Like I I don't like the like long slow boil lead up thing. I like someone's angry like. There's just like a lot going on and then just like very passionate. I don't know what these emotions are. And then everyone just walks away like amazing. And then obviously the world falls apart very quickly afterwards. Uh, But for that small moment of time. Yes, this was this was a big moment. This was Emma and Hook kissing that ship is sailing, you guys. And the fandom was freaking out. This was a really big deal when it happened. Oh, I'm not surprised even in the slightest. Um I remember the first time I watched it happen, I was very excited and I was just as excited to see it this time. I like, I know what's going to happen, but I'm still excited. That's a good kiss setup. 10 out of 10. Yes. Uh, Before we get into this episode, uh, this one gets a rare award when it comes to the international titles in that none of the other ones actually have the same title as the American version. They all have different titles. Okay. And I'm not going to actually... I'm not going to, I'm just going to read the English translations because I'm not going to go through each, trying to do each language. I I love you guys too much to put you through that. (laughs) In Finnish, we have a man of principle. In Hungarian, we have what is appropriate. Italian, the proper form, which is the closest one that's, it's, it's close. 
uh, Spanish, good manners. Portuguese, to act correctly. Okay. French, the birth of a pirate. And finally, our wonderful German, the best. I'll just read this whole thing. Unsi wilden Puritan. And they became pirates. Okay. I love that. I I swear I should just rename, just name every episode of the podcast, whatever the German title was, because they're always better than the main title. I will say, um, we'll give, uh, uh, what's the, what's second place? We'll give second place to French this week. Mm-hmm. I, I like the French nuns, the birds of a pirate. Like, and I can understand that good form would be a tough one to translate yes. if you don't have the right, like, like it's a very specific English phrase. So that makes sense. But yeah, so that is because this episode, we get a new look into the origin story of Killian Jones, our wonderful Captain Hook. And and then other stuff happens. But we're going to go ahead and start with with Killian and um, his special family connection. And Abby, before we get started, I had one question for you. Yes. Where is Hook from? I'm not, this is a trivia. I'm genuinely curious because he is in 18th century sailor garb. This is very much like... I'll tell you the tale of the bottom. It's like, it's like Ariel and stuff. It does not match with the the medieval magic of the Enchanted Forest. These guys don't even seem to really believe magic exists. They're going to another world for it. So I wonder if they're from our world. But then they have Pegasus feathers. Yeah, they do have Pegasus. And they don't seem to bat an eye about that. So like, I think they're not supposed to be of our world. Like, I think maybe they're like from a different realm that maybe had magic in a more recent past. Mm, Um, But not the Enchanted Forest world. Correct. Yeah, like, he's just from, like, nondescript, because it doesn't matter, because we'll never go back there, because who cares? Uh, Because, yeah, I mean, they they didn't want to tie up too much with regular history of, you know, the 1800s, pirating uh, you know pirates of the caribbean situation i guess who knows just you wait like we're gonna get 10 comments of like guys in season four we found out that hook is from arendelle (laughs) and the the king was that lord weasel guy the weselton dude weselton um yeah no that's first of all i love it when that happens because we get to just experience and live it uh for in real time much like uh rumple's parentage but um yeah i i don't know but i also could not stop laughing when they shoot things like this um for other movies like when we go back to like british on the seas their ships and stuff there's always a bit of grit to like the lens they don't show this was all like it's noon on a Tuesday. It's all very well lit. There's no smoke anywhere. These are just like a bunch of people in hilarious. Like it's costumey. It looks so like, is this what it looked like for real in real life when this happened? Or was there just a haze in the world that I've been conditioned to believe from movies? Because this all just seemed too clean to be what they were insinuating. You know what it reminded me of? What? So, you remember, I believe it was Star Trek First Contact? I love where or, we're going No, with this. or it was, or it was Insurrection. It was one of the two. Where it starts with the whole crew of the Enterprise in the holodeck on a ship on the sea, sailing seas, having a jolly old time, and Worf is, like, walking the plank, and... It's this whole it's 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 insurrection, yeah. Because it was the one where they they go to the hippie planet. I I'm not gonna get into it. It was not a very good movie, but alas, <laughs> that one it was. It looks like a holodeck Disney greeting card version of Life on the High Seas. Yeah, this this all looked too much like all of them got their uh, sailor suits, um, you know, dry cleaned. They all looked yes. way too clean. They looked way too clean coming back as well. I love, okay, and we're going to get into it, but I love that on this very dangerous mission onto an uncharted place, they send the captain and, by the way, he kept saying lieutenant, but I I didn't hear that. I kept thinking he was saying left something, 
He was. He was saying lieutenant. That's actually I, how the British say it. Oh, okay. I was like, why is he saying it like that? Okay, cool. But awesome. also irony because hook yeah. in his hand. Oh. Uh, He's left hand. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't oh, so have a right hand. It's a very, okay. So, and then this is hilarious because his name is Lieutenant Dan. It's a very Lieutenant Dan thing telling Forrest Gump to keep his socks clean because you have to keep your feet as pristine as possible uh, in the war. Uh, that level of irony. Got it. Love it. Okay. So we, we cut to um, a stage set of a ship and they are getting ready. And so you see young Killian Jones, Lieutenant Killian Jones with his, I'm just going to mention it one time. I'm just going to mention it one time. The ponytail extension. <laughs> they, Beth, they did nothing else to the rest of his hair. Did he? It it wasn't a ponytail. Like his hair is long, so he put it in a ponytail. It was a rat tail. It was a very thick rat tail. What are they doing? He had bangs and a ponytail. Please help me understand. <laughs> I hated it so much. It 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 didn't hit, it did him no favors. He would have been better off with just a wig altogether because it, it did give him that mullet rat tail look. But then at the same time, he is not a person he's not a man it's hard for men to look good with bangs it's very hard that's why most men swipe swoop their hair back because men with bangs unless you're like i mean i guess you're good charlotte and you're you're doing the whole that whole thing you know where it's like side swiped in front of your face men when they wear bangs it just makes their face look smooshed okay and he looked smooshed he looks smooshed, and now I'm realizing when I say it's a really thick rat tail, the thing that I'm dancing around, I just realized the word is mullet. He looked like he had a mullet that he was hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it did not look, all they needed to do, like his hair would have been uniform. Based on the way that he acts, and the way that he is in the beginning when we see him, he's a very like, everything in its place, everything goes where it is, we don't drink, we don't do anything bad, we are the king's men. Um, he would have had, all of his hair would have been a uniform length that he kept slicked back in a ponytail, like... That's just a lace front wig they needed to put on him, and they couldn't do that. They just gave him the weird mullet ponytail. Anyway, we cut to him yelling at all of the sailors for having rum, and he throws one into the ocean. He's like, because you know what rum does to sailors? It gets them drunk, and that leads to, say it with me, bad form. And his brother, the captain, uh, gets on the ship. He's like, good job. You're such a good... You're like the good bad guy. Like, you're my bad guy. You get to go on there and yell at everybody, and they love me because I'm the captain, and my hair is so curly and cool. Yeah, this had Parks and Energy. Park, sorry, Parks and, uh, Parks and Rec Energy, where uh, where Killian is Ben, and he's, like, the mean one. Yeah. And then and then Liam is uh, Chris, and he yeah. has to come in and just be like, guys, we're doing a great job. Oh, this, oh don't, don't, worry about, don't worry about this. And he's just like, we have to worry about all this. Killian, is there anything we could possibly do? No. Damn. No. <laughs> uh, and he's like, yeah, we're going on a mission. It's a top secret mission that I can't tell you till we get there. Which, it, at a certain point, it kind of seemed like literally everybody else in the ship, except for Killian, knew about. Because they all knew about the... F- okay, so they go sailing. They're going to go sailing to some crazy land. Uh, we get to see... Uh, what's his brother's name? I just completely... Spaced. Liam. Liam, sorry. They give Liam... Wait a minute. Do we revisit Liam? I know he's at least mentioned. He okay, may I feel come, like Liam yeah. is a name that comes back up. This is the part where they circle back and tell us that what, what I'm missing. This is something with 20,000 leagues. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, so Liam gives Killian, and I just loved how Killian kept saying it because they had to keep enunciating it, a sexton. It's a sexton. It's a sexton. Uh, which has Jones written on the little thing, and it's this big contraption thing. Gives him that. It's It means nothing. It's just a cool thing that he's got. Um, and then they notice that they're being chased at a certain point. So Killian starts yelling to, you know, man the mizzen mast and get out the, all the other stuff. And the, all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, Liam just shows up. Belay those orders. Bring out the feather cape. Wee! <laughs> and they release... They re- they release this giant sail. They say to release the Pegasus. All the sailors seem to know what this is. And also Killian would have, this is my argument here. Killian would have looked that ship over up and down. Uh, he seemed very type A in this uh, telling of who he was. So he would have looked that ship up and down. He'd been like, what the hell's that big ass sail up there? 
What's that? What is it? Why is it so thick? Why are there so many feathers on the deck? Yeah, right. Because how could, how could that thing unfurl without losing any feathers? Was this... Is this the skin? So... Okay. Is, so here's, I, I don't I don't like it. So here's my that, see here's where my problem was. They just basically said it's the feathers of the last Pegasus. First of all, how the hell big was this Pegasus? That's a lot of feathers. That's a lot of feathers. Yeah. Also, then they paint a Pegasus on it, which I feel is just adding insult to injury to that Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we, I didn't. We gather did it, no, we did was, it to honor you. Yeah, I'm dead. Uh, I don't can't tell. Yeah, right. Cool. I'm looking. I'm looking down from heaven. Great sail, buddies. That's 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 Liam, and the like. The afterlife is just getting curb stomped by a by a Pegasus. <laughs> just like how? Oh, you like that? Oh, don't worry. I used your skin and made a, a drawing of yourself on it. Does that make you feel honored? Make you feel great? Uh, I didn't get the impression that it was skin, but I also didn't care for like, oh, we took all these things. Like that's that should have been the first red flag for Killian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, we're using the these very rare um feathers from a mythical creature to to but he's at the time, he's just like, Oh, this is fine. Cool. I like Maybe this. Maybe it was really deep commentary on um how we should all be using vegan leather. Maybe things that shows deep. I uh, listen. I, I I already said it over a text, but I I I'm definitely making a lot of parallels to a lot of British colonialism uh, from this. So yeah, maybe it's just supposed to be their just desensitized reaction to taking things that don't belong to them. Uh, so they sail away into the sky, and you so you get that cool like Peter Pan image of the ship in the air. Um, and they fly off to Netherland, Neverland and they use the sexton. And as you know, they say it, second start of the right, straight on till morning. And Kill is like, hell yeah, I know exactly what that means. Let's go. <laughs> and then they, they go to Neverland. Hooray. And no one says a single thing. Again, Killian is the only one being left out of the loop here. Wild. Or maybe the other ones are just used. I feel like the other guys are just so used to following orders that they don't question Liam. And then when Killian comes in and goes, let's question everything down down with the system, they don't question that either. There's, they fall in line so easy because of authoritarianism that they fall in line to a coup. Exactly. Yeah. There's an authority figure telling me to, let's go. Um, so they land in Neverland and um, Liam and Killian are the first one, are the ones that go. They're the ones that go ashore. They send no scouting party. They just go themselves, which is a, I, it's brave. It's what they're supposed to do. They're like the, he, they're the leaders. They should be the ones going out. Also just bad planning because if they die immediately, then what? Like you're, if, if Liam dies, Killian takes over. What happens if Killian dies? You're sending yeah, him off into a strange new land. This is just bad, um, bad shipsmanness form. I don't know the words. And don't you need like a whole, cause he's like, oh, let's get a few brambles to take back with us. And that's I'm like, is that all you're getting? Like, aren't, why don't you bring the whole crew? They can maybe cart a cart and you can fill it with yeah. all of your fun, all your fun, non deadly goodness. Yeah. If we're going to come steal some stuff, let's take wheelbarrows out of it, out of it at a time. Let's go. Uh, they go and they, they run into pan, which. I don't know if I'm not noticing it because of how dark it usually is when we see Pan, but his shoulder pads. <laughs> They're really big. They're so big. He looks like an extra on Dynasty. Like, what are you doing? Not D- Dynasty. Designing women is where I was going with that. Sorry. Like, just big. Like, he looks like he's a I mean, football it player. It kind of applies to both. Dynasty Maybe it's thing. both. Maybe yeah. it's both. So Pan shows up. He's like, what are you doing? I love how casual he is right when he meets them. What are you doing here? I live here. Why are you here? Oh, this I'm was here. So good. I'm, I'm loving him more and more. Like I, I'm, I'm getting it, and I'm embarrassed for myself that I didn't get it before because I'm. I feel like the actor's really growing on me. I'm appreciating this, and I'm appreciating the characterization of him at the moment. Uh, because yeah, I love this because basically, uh, Liam believes Liam has been sent to do this by their king. Uh, because, and he shows the picture of the plant to Killian and says, it is a healing, uh, it it is a healing remedy for you. 
it will, or for anybody, we will never lose another, like that's what Killian says, we'll never lose another sailor. That's so amazing. He's like, yes, we're, we're coming to find this wonderful thing, which at first, for the first instance, you're like, oh, there's something on this island that can heal anything. Mm-hmm. Charming, yay. And then like Pan shows up. He's like, why are you here? Dude, hello? Like just short of him being like in a robe holding coffee, like why are, <laughs> why, my ring doorbell went off and you're standing in my yard. Like, why are you here? Please vacate the premises. And uh, yeah, he he basically he he shows kill or Liam shows Pan the plant and says, "Boy, show us where this magical healing plant is." <laughs> it's like, "Hey, dumbass, uh, that's a killing plant. Uh, it will kill you dead very quickly. You don't want it. The thing that you want doesn't exist here, and you need to kind of get back on your ship and go all the way away. Please and thank you." And they say no. I insult you. I insult you. I bite my thumb at you, sir. And I will not, uh, we will not listen because you are a tiny boy child and you cannot bully us into listening. We are adult grown men who have very good plans. Well, I kind of want to call back to something that we had discussed that you had brought up last week about um, that kind of helped me see Pan in a new way where you were mentioning that he, he kills with the truth. Like he does not lie. He just knows exactly when the truth is going to hurt the most. And he uses that to his advantage. Like he doesn't need to lie because everything is in play the way he wants it. This was another one of those moments. Oh yeah. Like, like he could have very easily told them, Oh yeah, it's up there. It's going to heal all your wounds. Go, go practice with it. And they would have died and, and he would have been fine. But that's not the game for him. The game for him is to sow the, the seeds of mistrust and doubt because that's going to cause the most chaos for them and the most entertainment for him. Um, so I felt this was just another example of that, and I really liked it. I also genuinely don't think he was trying to play a game. I think he was genuinely like, "Why? Are, no, I don't want you here. Like, hmm. just go, go away. Please go away. Just that's a that's a death plant. You don't want it. You've been lied to. Please leave." Uh, again, that's why I was getting that kind of feeling, like of just like just waking up. Like he's just like, you know what? I I can't do this today. And I don't want to deal with it. Just leave. Uh, and they're like, no, haha, we are so smart. So they go up the mountain um, and they find the big, which, okay. So I guess, I guess Charming got nicked by an arrow, right? Because yes. I think at one point they're going through the jungle and Killian's telling them to watch out for the, but they keep going up to, never mind. I, I never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I got myself there before I got the words out. So they go up to the brambles that are on this mountain. And yeah, I think it's just it's the cluster that Pan told them about. Right. Because it leads to it leads the, to the other thing. The spring. Yeah, the spring. So they get up there and Killian's kind of like he gets up there. And by the time they've climbed this mountain, he's tired and exhausted. He's just like, hey, man, that kid seems to know what's going on. Like maybe maybe the king is wrong. And Liam's like, how dare you? Our king would never be wrong. <laughs> Our king would never be wrong. Uh, and this is an amazing plant and great. And let me show you how much I believe in our king. I will cut down a piece of this and I will, for absolutely zero reason, scratch myself with it to prove a point. Like, listen, Liam, like, you're in a cult. <laughs> you're in a cult and get out. Like, it's not normal train of thought. This is not a thing that you needed to have done. Uh, you're an idiot. I'm mad at you. Can, can I just make a note that this was uncomfortable enough on its own, but also in the year of our Lord 2021, where you have a whole group of people who are um, denying that something is dangerous. And so they're not taking precautions around it only to have them actually face the consequences of it felt um it felt especially icky. Yeah, um, and I believe I made a little bit more of a, a a historical reference on this one of, huh, two white guys show up to to steal a bunch of shit on the orders of their king, don't listen to the natives, and uh, end up in trouble? Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who could have guessed this? It's hmm. almost as if uh, history repeats itself. Huh. So, Liam... Uh, Liam and all of his, his genius is frantically Facebook messaging, uh, that he needs thoughts and prayers and <laughs> Killian is- And Ivermectin. And Ivermectin, please. I, please, please. Uh, and, and Pan just kind of shows up 
And this is like Pan had like had his second cup of coffee when he shows up for this. And he's like, oh, no, what happened? Oh, did I tell you that this would happen? And then it definitely happened. Mm, sorry. Anyway, if you go through here to the like the water behind here, um, it's a magic spring and um, it will heal your your buddy. Um, but magic does come at a price. So and Killian, who, again, it seems like wherever they came from magic is within recent history enough for them not to question it but has been gone long enough for them not to know the rules if that makes sense yeah. uh so he doesn't bat an eye about it he grabs his flask he scoops up some of the water and just starts pouring it down his seizing brother's throat uh and is and he liam comes to and it was just like oh what happened? He's like, I don't know. You scratched yourself because you're an idiot and you hit the ground. Oh, thanks for saving me. No big deal. And like, don't worry, we're going to pay the boy. Uh, Yeah, Pan is nowhere to be seen. And they do not question this at all. They just get back on the ship and effing leave. Like, we're getting all the way the hell out of here. And they go back and they're having a conversation in the captain's quarters. And Liam says, you know, like, yeah, we're going to tell the king that he was wrong. Um, then that we won't stand for this. Like, we're not going to do this again. Like, we won't find... Because they realized that the king had sent them for this poison, this 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 killer poison, dangerous killer poison, because he wanted to win wars. And apparently that is where these two draw the line. And so they're like, oh, no, 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 no. We don't... No, thank you. Uh, this is a war crime. Um, whatever our version of the Geneva Convention is, this crosses it. So we can't do this. <laughs> And so they're going to, they're going to fight the system. They're not going to do it. They're never, they're not going to do it <laughs> as they're doing it. I love, cause I, I thought about it when the ship took off, but I'm like, how do they know how to, to take off and land this thing? It's a sail. It's not meant to go up and down. <laughs> you're meant to go like left, right, and forward and maybe backwards if you're facing the wrong way. I, and so like this scene of like it just falling out of the sky <laughs> was my favorite. They just land. Like it just the sky opened up and a ship came down and they land and yeah. Yeah. It almost felt like they were guiding the actual Pegasus, which if that's the case, this has a whole other level of horror that we have not even explored. Cause it almost felt like they were like riding a Pegasus and like going up and down. And, um, uh, that, that, that is, um, unsettling. Yeah. I, it definitely had the kind of vibe of, I don't know if they thought this through enough, but the, enough that they did, they did enough stuff with it visually that we could backfill a little bit. And it's never like nothing good is filling no. in those holes. So Killian is standing there at the window and he was just like, I can't believe it. We're doing it. We're going to be such good men. We're so great. We're so amazing. Oh, he's having a heart attack. Liam's dying. Oh, Liam's dead. Liam has died because the price apparently for, for uh, being saved is you can't leave Neverland. Yeah. And they left Neverland. So the moment he landed on another realm's water, Liam just, he died immediately. Uh, unceremoniously. He just hit the ground. Um, Killian takes this. Okay. <laughs> they just dump Liam's body, uh, funeral style, off the mm -hmm. plank. Is very, this, this all seemed let, like, this, this didn't seem... It didn't seem very ceremonious to me. Like, it was just literally we put him in a body bag and flopped him out. That's, anyway, I mean, that's what they did. I guess. Like, I just know? thought that they, I, I don't know. It just seemed, well, I figured I mean, there'd be I like some that, sliding action. I don't know. What? I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't exact. It didn't have finesse. It didn't have the finesse of actual sailors. But these are not actual sailors, I, I, Abby. Okay. I, you know what? That's fair. That's a fair point. It was just so... To me, it, it was almost cartoonish the way it fell. Like, it was just like they tipped it up and he would loop, like, ah! Um, and so Killian's just standing there and he's just, like, mad. He's mad that he has had to push his brother to his, to to Davy Jones's locker. He's so mad. And he's just standing there with his little mullet pulled back. He's like, no. No, the king killed my brother. This is his fault. I will not serve under the king. No, I will not. And he's like ripping off his jacket and he throws it in the ocean. He's like, never, never again. Ah, you, you will join me. And if you don't want to join me, you can just walk the plank. These are normal. These are normal terms of service. If you're done, just walk the plank. We're in the middle of the nowhere. Sorry, you don't get to come home. Uh, but you have to serve me. I am now the captain. And 
bring up the paint from the bottom because while we're at sea, we're going to paint the outside of the ship. We are no longer the whatever we are. We are now the Jolly Roger, a name I just came up with and totally kicks ass. We're pirates now and we are chaotic good aligned. Let's go. And they all are super into it. They're all super on board, which that I was like waiting for the one guy to just be like, yeah, I have a family. I got pension. (laughs) And then Killian's like, your pension? It's in this box full of scorpions over here. Would you like to go collect it? (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm fine without going in the boo box. Thank you. Uh, And then the other thing, and this is a little trivia. Another trivia that I found out recently is uh, Jolly Roger is actually like an old term in piratedom, which I didn't know. Because there's two class of, of like sail or flag. There's the black flag, which is called the Jolly Roger. And, and a that totally means, kick-ass punk band. And it's, yes. And it basically means that if, 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 if your ship is boarded, they're going to spare your lives. They're going to take you hostage. If mm. they have a red flag, eh, no, no. Oh. You're going to die. Oh, okay. Okay. So not chaotic good. Got it. <laughs> Never mind. Well, I, they, they, yeah, I think, they, I think he mentions that they're going to have the red flag or the he red does. sail or he something. He 100% yeah. mentions the so red no, flag. No, they're like, they're full murder boss. Cool. Okay. So never mind. I reject. I think, uh, hmm, they're not chaotic evil. Like, I think maybe still chaotic good. I think, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I don't know enough about the alignment charge, but it's very chaotic. And he's, they want to do it. It's a very Robin Hood plan they have. Like yeah. it's a, we're, we're not, you know, we're not going to take it. No. And like it, I love that he goes all from like, we are the best pirates in the entire, or that we are the best sailors in the whole world. We're not going to drink to, uh, screw it. Like <laughs> losing his brother completely unhinged his brain. Uh, so he's just oh. like, no, we're pirates now and we're Jolly Rogers and we have a red sail. <laughs> it's like some guy in the back. Hell yeah. I've just been waiting for this. Like just drags a red flag up from the bottom. Yeah, I made this a while ago. <laughs> You seemed kind of mentally unstable. Just waiting, just in case. I did make one that's red and black stripe just to confuse them, too, if we wanted to be really nuts. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, that that is Killian's story. That is how Killian became a pirate. His brother died, and he went full uh, lunatic mode. Like, he was just like, let's go. Like, uh, I don't want to serve this king, um, so let's just go pirating we go. Why did he burn the Pegasus flag, the Pegasus sail? So he could no fly one fly anywhere. Yeah, but I think he also wanted to make sure that no one could get back to Neverland. Like I think that, that mm. was I it was that might have been an in the moment uh passion decision of the it, the the almost the almost infantile like leap of logic of I can't yell I'm not gonna yell at the king. Like he's not gonna be able to face the king and tell him this, like that's not the plan that he's taken. But he does need to take it out on somebody and burning this Pegasus flag. That means no, they can't come and collect it. The king will not come for them if they don't, if the Pegasus flag doesn't exist. It's like, no, we burned it. It's gone, bitch. Like, you don't get to go to Neverland. You don't, you can board us all you want and you can hang all of us. You do not have this Pegasus flag. Sorry. Pegasus so. and Liam are both like, have a moment of silence as it burns. And they're all the both feathers, All the feathers go to heaven. Uh, listen, that could have been, okay, that needed to be a darker shot. Because the embers coming down while he is screaming about how they're going to be pirates would have been such a badass scene. They did not let it last long enough. It was so rad. And they just, not quite there. Like, they had an 8 out of 10 there. Well, let's travel back to the place Killian never wants to return to and return how he has. (laughs) And that is Neverland in in the modern days. And first we are in Peter Pan's camp, where we have a new lost boy, a worse lost boy. I hated this lost boy. I hate this kid so much. He he looked like the um like the Mc, what was his name McLovin from. He right? did. <laughs> yes, this was this he was Mc, the McLovin lost boy. He's being a dick to Henry for no reason. It's just like, hey, hey, what's up? Like you know, we're lost boys. We're 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 butts to each other. And we fight all the time. I feel like this is something that Pan would have intercepted because he doesn't want any harm to come to Henry. Um, but instead pans like, no, you have magic. You can turn this into a real sword and you can stab him and he'll die. Wouldn't it be funny? Let's let, let's see if he dies. <laughs> Jesus. 
and then once Henry has a real sword because magic believing powers, uh, Devin starts to um, get a little uh, get a little worried. He's like, oh, I didn't actually anticipate this being bad for me. Oh. <sighs> Is that TikTok so many- sound? Is that TikTok sound? Look, here comes the consequence, consequence, consequence. Look, here comes the consequences of my actions. Yeah, or however it goes. Oh, no. That's so funny. That kid sucks. <laughs> he, he sucks. Uh, I mean, but he didn't deserve to get, you know, cut across no. the face. That's that's not fun for, for anybody. Uh, but also, screw this kid. I hate him. Uh, meanwhile, over in the cave, we have the whole group is still doing their thing in the cave. Um, they're trying to, you know, decipher Neil's magic star map that he made with his with his special sailor powers. Um and and trying to figure out what's next because they're kind of stuck. And okay, I love Emma. I feel for Emma. If I have to hear her mention again something about the foster system. Which she does in every episode this season. I'm going to lose it. She barely did this in season two. And now in season three, it's all she can talk about. We get it, Emma. It's your whole personality. Get a hobby. Uh, Yeah, no, she, she they lean into this hard. Like, they mm-hmm. overcorrected. Like, I remember we were talking about it before. We were like, you know, she doesn't really confront any of this stuff. Now she's talking about it like she has confronted it. And she's over it. But she's also definitely not over it um and I, it, I, again this this whole like team that they have going on here it never jives i hate it when they interact with each other the whole time <laughs> yeah it's not yeah and like hook sorry rumple's just gone like so one of their one of their you know members of their breakfast club is just nowhere to be found and the rest of them just have no strategy or cohesion or even a desire to have a cohesion because you know their their new plan is to get a message to Henry because they're worried he is becoming lost which will make him become a lost boy so Mary Margaret's like I have a great plan to capture a lost boy to get a message to Henry we're going to put a pin in that so because as on. we know in, in this show about plans. So hold on. Yes. So they're so worried about him losing hope, right? Mm-hmm. They talk about this because they've discovered Neil's, uh, what I'm going to call the castaway numbers, like that when Tom Hanks was doing mm-hmm. the castaway thing, that's what it reminded me of. There are hundreds of days on here. Henry has been here for 36 hours. So, are they worried that, like, Henry has less of a fortitude to, like, to hold on to hope than Neil did? That's a good point. So, like, like that was that was the part that drove me nuts. Like, oh, my God, Neil was here for 300, 350 days and lost hope here at day 351. I don't know. It's about 4 o'clock on a Saturday. Henry's got to be losing hope now. <laughs> he hasn't had a Pop-Tart in long enough. He's just going to give up completely. Well, I mean, he's, he's you know, he's a millennial. You know how us millennials are. Oh my god, he is a millennial. Oh no. I know. You just had that thought, huh? Every day I'm faced with my mortality. Uh, just, <laughs> by the way, I know I tweeted this, but I, it's still, I just, it's my favorite thing in the entire world. I was in a class, you know, because I returned to college at the ripe age of 35. And the professor stands up on Friday and says, does anybody who was here, does anyone remember 9-11? I'm not kidding you, Beth, when the entire class turned to look at me. Oh my god. Hello! Yes, I have very crisp memories. Oh, would you like to tell me, would you like me to tell you about what I remember of it? I was a sophomore in high school. I was in the library. My story isn't great. It's just here. But yeah, it was just such a very like, oh, now everyone's staring at me. Hello? Yes, I am old. I do remember. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. It's fine. It was just such a weird moment of me minding my business on a Friday. Ah, hello. So... Strange times. Strange times. All right. Well, as the the women of the party are forming a plan to get a message to Henry, um, Hook and David are kind of just encircling one another. Uh, you have oh. Hook telling David, hey, I want to save your life because you're about to die in like a day. Meanwhile, David is at death's door, sweat dripping down his face, still lying to everybody. But his focus right now is... Protecting Emma by making sure Hook 
doesn't do the deed with her. I, I love the logic that he has here. Like, he's fever ridden, so let's maybe, I, I guess we could kind of write it off as that. I don't think we should, but I, I guess. Uh, but I do love that logic of just like, I am trying to save your life. You're just trying to get in my daughter's pants, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what? A weird leap in logic. And like last week, we were we were talking about how much the show focuses on Mary Margaret trying to repair her relationship with her estranged daughter, which is something that continues in this episode. And we talked about how that wasn't happening for Charming. This is not that. This does not qualify as as David trying to relate to his daughter. No. This is David, like really doing the exact opposite. He is failing her in every way. She is a grown woman. She's had a child. She's saving her child. Like she is as old as he is. She's had as much life experience as he is. He has no, this is not his place. Well, no, it's not his place, but it does definitely has that energy of like, not just politicians, but like celebrities do this too. And obviously people we know in our own lives uh, that whenever there's some sort of atrocity that happens against women, um, you'll always have a guy who is just like, this means a lot to me. I have a daughter. And it's like, it should mean a lot to you because you are a person. Like that's the energy that he has mm -hmm. here where he's just like, no, I, I must protect her from what? Get just having a great night with a guy who may or may not be bathed within the last seven days. Like, listen, you can't protect us all from that bad decision. Like, you can't do it. You can't walk. Like, that's, but that's like, it has that, like you were talking about. Like, he's not trying to relate to his daughter. He's got a very distant father figure mode. Like, he has not somehow bonded with Emma enough to activate that mode in his brain. And so he's just like doing these weird surface level it's another woman that I know and I'm supposed to care about things. It's very toxic of him. I hated all of this. It, yeah, it's toxic. It's a bit alpha in a really bad way. And I just also want to point out how much, like, this is all just really bad. Like, Charming is at his worst in this episode. Not just for this being his idea of bonding with his daughter is serving as the, the having the shotgun during the prom photo. It's also that he keeps insisting, look, I'm not telling them I'm dying because we need to focus on Henry. And meanwhile, Charming is, he is holding them back because he is yeah. sick and he yeah. can't do anything. He collapses like three times during his quest with Hook, all meanwhile telling him, don't worry about me. We have to focus on Henry. That's what's important. I'm like, you're holding them back. I love that he always faints when he's trying to exert alpha male energy, which I will argue he would probably do if he were healthy. So <laughs> just trying to flex being an alpha male. Yeah, this was all just bad. Like he, the logic here, and Snow does it too in this episode. This, this is a failure on the writer's part because they don't know what to do with Snow and Charming as heroes. Uh, they don't know how to make heroes be... I don't know the words for it, but like the heroes are supposed to be in peril for several episodes at a time and they aren't doing it well because they don't know what to do with them. So what they're actually doing is unraveling them as characters on accident and making us hate them. Like these yeah. are not heroes. These people suck. <laughs> yeah. Like last episode, last season, their, their big episodes long conflict was getting separated by the red room of fire. And one of them was in one place and the other one was asleep. Like they physically separated them in order to create tension. And now that they're together, the whole family is together. They have some idea of how to handle it with Mary Margaret, but they keep messing up. And with David, they have no clue what to do with him and none of it works. And the fact that David said goodbye to his family knowing full well he was not coming back and leaving them without them knowing he wouldn't come back is unforgivable to me. And then asking Hook to lie about it. Like, this is just a problem on top of a problem. Like, all of this is terrible. Like, that's his plan. His plan is to go off and die in the woods like a stray cat. Like, that, no. You're just not allowed. And so 
But then he like then he tells Hook that he's supposed to lie and come up with some story, and then they lie later. It's like a none of this is hero shit. This is cowardly bullshit. This is the kind of stuff that they would tell Rumple was wrong. Bell would tell Rumple that this was wrong. This is coward shit. All bad. Yeah. Um, so while Hook is lying to to David because he tells them, oh, well, we, here, here, I know how you can help Henry before you pass on from this, from this world. <laughs> We're going to go find this sextant that my brother had because he left it up at the top of this very, very, very tall mountain that we're going to have to climb. I hope you can climb on Death's, Death's door. Let's do it. And they they head there. They have some back and forth. It's just very annoying. Uh, and, and they end up making it to the top. Hook makes it up first. But Pan is there with magic teleportation powers that he's never shown before and may never show again. But he had that in this scene for some and 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 dare I say sexual tension with Hook? Oh, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, right. It's I don't like saying oh, yeah. it because he's supposed to be a grown man in the form of a child. But I oh no, yeah, super creepy. This. But definitely, there were some vibes. There yeah. were some vibes. Also, by the way, and again, if we're just talking about creepy stuff. Again, we, we've talked about the whole, like, and we've made jokes about the completely unfounded theory that uh, the, the, the David Hook, you know, manliness contest. Uh, but it starts getting so, like, weird and punchy. And, like, at one point, Hook gets, like, straight up in his face where you're just like, kiss. <laughs> like, just, mm, is David attracted to Hook and that's what he's upset about? Like, what's happening right now? Like, I don't. The energy doesn't make sense, so you're, like, trying to put it together in the back of your brain. So, yeah, there's just, like, a lot of weird, a lot of weird vibes going on in this episode that I don't think were intentional in the slightest. No. Well, Hook is up there, and Pan is waiting for him and wants to offer him a deal that I'm pretty sure Pan knew he would never accept. Like, oh, 100%. I think yeah. Pan went into this scene being like, I just want to sow some chaos and stir some shit up. So, and you know what? If he does end up taking my deal, great. It's a win-win. Pan cannot lose in this situation. He tells Hook, hey, I want you to uh, come back and work for me, do my dirty work, because I had these other two folks doing it. We all know what happened to them. Side note, we're getting, we're going to get Pan's, like, story in a couple episodes. I don't remember the details, but... But my instinct is telling me Pan drank the Pan drank the spring, and that's why he can't leave anymore. And that's why he sends other people to do his dirty work for him. I think he used to be able to go back and forth, even when he became young. But he started to age again, and so he drank it so that he would never become old. Like I oh, think that's what happened. It, it is probably it's probably what sustains him. Like he probably yeah. continues to drink it. Um, or he, his body is 70% of this spring. Like, he is now basically an installation of the island. I I bet, and this might partially be from memory, I bet he wants Henry because Henry's magic can free him of the island while letting him stay young forever. Ah, cake and eating it too. Gotta love mm-hmm. it. Anyway... Hook doesn't say yes, doesn't say no to the deal. And then David, with no patience, is like, fine, I'll climb this mountain while I'm dying. I got it. It's fine. I'll pull myself up. Fever spiking at 105, but I'm sure I'll live. And he has time to give you know, give give Hook a once over and is like, hey, enjoy your rum. He's the sassometer is is cranked all the way up with charming he is he i mean he's his filter is like nothing because he's dying oh yeah he's lost complete control of his life and watching him spiral out of control is it's awful to watch but at the same time like this is one of those um it's one of those moments where you're like oh i see i see who you really are now gotcha this seems like the kind of crazy unhinged thoughts that get you on the back of a Ford F-150 with a two by four. <laughs> All right. I'm sure this tracks, this tracks. Yeah. He is. I love that. He goes like, he's going to like threaten hook into the thing. And then just like get so mad. He faints like a damsel in distress. 
<laughs> Where's my yeah, candy? Yeah, yeah, because he has no energy left. He is the the dream shade has almost hit his heart, and and this confirms what we were talking about last week about how the dream shade works. I don't think it's skin contact. Otherwise, him touching the bram Liam touching the brambles would have caused him to right. to get it. It's it's digging it into your flesh for no reason. That's what's going to cause it. Ah, and and hook. Uh, hacks away at the dream shade, uh, putting on his mask, you know, social distancing. I loved Six it. I apart. almost texted you about it. I'm like, of course, Hook has a neck gator. Of course he has a neck gator. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets the, the spring water and he wakes David up to do what David has refused to do for everyone else. Give him informed consent, which... Oh, we love it. Like We love to see it. We, I mean, to, 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 to coin a phrase from the young children, we stand. We stand a man who gives informed consent because Charming has not done this for the whole season. He tells, he tells Charming, you can drink this. It will make you feel better, but you cannot leave. You'll need a timeshare in Neverland. (laughs) And he's like, okay, yes, let's do it. He drinks it. He feels so much better. And they get ready to head down the mountain. But meanwhile, we have Emmy, Emma, Mary Margaret and Regina. Oh, with their own brilliant plan. Abby, why don't you take us through their brilliant plan? Well, the brilliant plan is they're going to catch a lost boy like a rabbit. (laughs) And then give him candy. And then give him candy. And you know what? This lost boy was very much trained in stranger danger because he then takes the candy and yeets it into the woods. It's like, you can't trick me with your $1 fundraising. Like, it's not even, I'm sure whatever candy bar she handed him, by the way, is a lost reference, but I didn't see it. It, okay. it was an Apollo bar. Ugh, oh, I hate it so much. But so in they- previous episodes, we've seen bigger Apollo bars. So Regina was like just shortchanging him for no reason. Yeah. So she's like, here, take this piece of candy. And he was just like, yeah, no, not on your life. So Regina's just like, you know what? I'm going to do what I'm good at. I'm going to take this kid's heart. I'm going to make him do what we want him to do. We tried to convince him. He sucks. Uh, so we're going to take his heart. Because I think before she takes the heart is when, because uh, they're trying to convince, they're like, no, Pan sucks. Look what he did to you. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, Pan didn't do this to me. Henry did, dumbass. And they're like, oh my God, my little boy is in a fight. This isn't correct. <laughs> can, can I just say, for a little while, I thought this was all part of the plan. I thought the fake outrage, Mary Margaret lunging to try and save this boy from the machinations of Regina's heart and Emma holding her back. I thought this was all play acting. That this was like they were trying to scare the boy into then being like, no, 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 I'll cooperate. Don't rip out my heart. It's not. No. No. No, because, and this is what I don't get. The ripping out the heart and having some kid do your bidding I don't know. I, I think might be more of a morally gray problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm. maybe take his heart out and scare him a little. But, like, don't... Like, the controlling him part is not morally gray. That's bad. But the part where, like, if you just took out his heart and we're just like, hey, this kind of sucks, and, like, start squeezing it and scaring the shit out of him, because you have to make yourself seem scarier than Pan. That it would have been a cooler angle, but basically, yes, yeah, she takes his heart and she's like, listen, we're just gonna have him go do the thing, uh, but we're gonna make him do it. And... S- Emma, a very angry mother who is now scared her son is becoming um, a little heathen, is just like, yeah, totally do it. And then she like just like holds Mary Margaret, just like, I'm so sorry. Like she's like covering her ears. Don't listen. Don't listen. It's over. It's going to be over very soon. I'm so sorry. And so they, they send this little lost boy. Oh, also with half a compact. She like breaks it and she sends it over. Yeah, they, they have FaceTime. What's that? Oh, I I just heard yeah, and then you stopped. Oh, I just said they had FaceTime. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry, the, okay. the, the Skype cut out. Anyway, yes, they have FaceTime, and hopefully it works better than our Skype calls tend to work. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's magic FaceTime. It's it's so magic and so precise, Mary Margaret can run into the frame and be like, I'm here too, Henry! It's me! It's oh my now. god, my favorite like boomer moment from her was just <laughs> I'm part of this too. Okay, so they send a little lost boy in and the lost boy comes and he's telling Henry, hey, your mom, your mom sent me over here and your grandma, I guess, uh, sent me over here to tell you that they're here and they're here to save you. And he's like, uh, this is a trick. She's like, no, it's not a trick. Here's a mirror. It's super trick. And so the kid like leaves. 
And so he's looking into this mirror and <laughs> Emma and Regina both like pressing their faces against each other so they can both be in the mirror shot. And then just Snow kind of jumping in the bag. I'm also here. Hello. Hi. Please. I'm, I'm also here. Uh, and they're just like, what's going on? We're here to save you. And Pan starts showing back up. And my favorite part about this is that both Emma and Regina would know better than this is that the moment he's like, Pan's here, I've got to go. They both start yelling. It's like, you're going to get him caught. Like, what are you doing? Why yeah, are you like this? If they simply were like, okay, okay, put it away. Hide it. Because instead he throws it because he's in a panic and it breaks and now they can't use it anymore. Because they're screaming. Yeah. Oh, oh, and throws it so that it stops screaming. Because can you imagine it's just like in his pants pocket under his little flannel and it's just like, Henry, 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 Henry eat your vegetables. You look a little, <laughs> make sure you get some iron. You're looking a little pale, honey. Are you uh, playing nice with the other kids? I heard you it don't, wasn't very, I heard you being bullied. You don't, listen, if they're also jumping out of a bridge, don't you do it too. Just stand up. You know better. Oh, no. Uh... And so they're like, okay, cool. Awesome. Our plan 100% worked uh, and everything's fine. And oh, good. David's back. David's back with Killian and a great, a great, but vague story about how they've returned. See this, this also, this also pisses me off too, because he comes up, he starts just macking hard on, on Mary Margaret and gives me my favorite line of the episode where Regina prays for another sleeping curse. And I'm like, I'm there girl. This is making me uncomfortable too. And, and David, yeah, says, Oh yeah. Killian. He, he saved me from a lost boy poison arrow. Um, I owe him, which like technically is true, but the timeline is bad. And he also fails to mention that he now cannot leave. So that was the perfect opportunity though. They could have just been like, Hey, yeah, I'm back. But on the trip, I did get nicked by an arrow, but Hook now has magic water. Unfortunately, I'm now tied to the island. But don't worry, honey, I am alive. I feel like Snow would have taken that very well. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to hear the love of your life can no longer leave the island of hell. Like, that's okay. that's, that's a lot. But But she deserves the truth. Yeah, but different than I've been dying this whole time. And we went on a secret mission to get me back alive. So secret, even I didn't know about it. Ah, Hook did learn something from his older brother. He did. Take them on secret missions, but don't tell them what they're looking for. Uh, yeah, this is this this whole thing. And then, like, so Snow, of course, just completely none the wiser. She's just like, oh, you definitely super Frenched me on the way back. And now you're, like, way super Frenching me. Uh, cool. Awesome. Neat. Uh, I'm not going to read into this at all. Everything is fine. Mm. Speaking of smoochies. Smooch, smooch, smooch. Smooch, smooch, smooch. This, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm going to be, I'm going to be iffy about Emma and Hook. I still love Emma and Neil. And I just know bad things are coming for Neil if they're already starting the Hook Emma ship. That being said, this was, this was a hot kiss. I'll give him that. This was steamy. Listen, listen, I, I think my favorite part about this was just hook the entire time was just like, no, I'm trying to keep your dumbass alive. Trying to keep your dumbass alive, kept his dumbass alive. And then immediately slid into Emma's DMS. Like the look on his face, hysterical. Like it was just a, Hey, keep your dad alive. <laughs> Isn't that great? Like he just, he knows, he knows that she is, like he knows every like he he can read the situation completely 100% and he is playing into it and it's the suavest ra most random moment and Emma is just so like she's all geared up cuz she knows she's com she's communicated with Henry so she's got like a little bit of hope stirring in her but now also uh she found out that Hook saved her dad which means that uh, he thinks that she's pretty like it's storytelling story uh book flirting is very strange to me I saved your dad's life it's basically like flowers on a first date um, and they just, uh, she grabs a hold of his collars and just pulls him straight in. 10 and out then, of 10. And then stops it, walks away. Uh, and then Hook says, as you wish, which we <sighs> all know exactly what that means. <laughs> yep. I, I, I understand. I'm sure it made a lot of, a lot of fans swoon. I just groaned so hard. I was like, oh, no. listen, there is a very, that is a, it is a very specific 
uh, sexy trigger phase to a very large portion of our generation. And you know that, and they knew that and they did it. And I, I'm listen, here is my secret shame. I'm not hundred percent sure I've seen that movie all the way through and somehow, <laughs> and somehow that line still works on me. I can't even begin to explain it, but I love this. I also loved Emma's power move because Emma's move here is I just broke up with somebody. Now I know that she believes that Neil is dead. So like, just take that out for a second. But she definitely has that. Like, I just got out of a relationship, but I do find you cute, but I cannot just jump from one relationship to another. So I'm going to try to pretend desperately to be in control of the situation. Oh yeah. (laughs) Even though there is absolutely no sign that she is in control of what's happening. Oh no, she's she she is she is hot for the pirate man, and that's going to cause us some some uh, issues because, as Pan points out to Hook, Neil's alive, and he's in a cage. He's been in a cage. They opened, they had a cold open with Neil in the cage with some really weird angles, like camera angle choices that I didn't get, and to the point where like yeah. there's a close up of Neil's face getting smushed, pushed and smushed into the into the grate. And I thought that was really funny. And then the final shot after um Pan, you know, drops that bomb on Hook of like, hey, you're gonna have to tell Emma her 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 boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble. Uh, he goes to find a piece of shit Felix and uh, Neil. And I'm the only reason I'm pointing this out is because it actually was probably the moment that, of the episode that made me laugh the most. And I, it's very small, but it's very funny to me where Pan is asking Felix, like, what the deal is with Neil. Neil's, the actor's eyes are, like, open and fluttering and then Felix is like, yeah, we gave him some drugs. He's asleep. And then the actor immediately shuts his eyes. <laughs> of like, oh, is he asleep? <laughs> <It's not okay. laughs> oh, I'm like, asleep. Yeah. I saw it too. I was like, oh. Okay. I don't think that was a character thing. I think that was just legitimately a bad shot. A bad, like, the actor was like, oh, I'm drowsy. Oh, no, I'm asleep. Oh, he's like, I'm awake. I'm awake. Oh, no, I'm definitely asleep for another six hours. Like, love it and so then much. they pull him up. How they got him up there is anybody's guess. But he's not alone. There's someone up there with him. But who is it? We'll find out next week. I I do I do like that. Uh, the cage that he's in has the bamboo poles of we had to carry him uh, like royalty. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's how they were carrying him. By the way, because they don't have giant. Um, they don't have farm animal or they don't have workhorse. Work well, work animals. I'll put it that way. So they can't do that. But I also love that the other cage doesn't have that. Like, how did they get this thing here? They didn't carry it. Did they just catch who the mystery person here? Which, who who could it be? Who could possibly be in here? Hmm. Many thoughts. Any, I hope it's the projection of Belle. It's not even really Belle. It's just the <laughs> mental projection of Rumple Putter in there. We, we might find out who it is next week uh, in the episode Ariel, which will also feature none other than Queen Regina dressed up as Ursula in cosplay. And I, I, I cannot wait because I do remember this being one of the funniest CGI shots the series, in my opinion, ever gave us. Like, Abby, are you looking at it right now? I'm not, but I'm, like, imagining it. Like, I just kind of looked away trying to put it together in my brain. I don't want to see it. I want to see it in real time. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to experience it the way that I was meant to while I'm standing there in awe and drink and just, like, eating going, what in the – what is happening? (laughs) And everyone, that was Season 3, Episode 5, Good Form. And it's – this episode is so much – I, I almost feel like I like it more now that we've talked about it, not because the episode's good, but just because I've had such a great time talking about this hot mess of an episode. Oh, yeah. Like, this is this is one of those things where I love talking to you about this stuff. Like, the reason the last couple of seasons fell apart was because there were plenty of episodes to do that, but you can't keep having episodes like this because it you get to burn out very quickly because it's just like, at a certain point, nothing makes sense anymore. Like, this... Again, season three, from what I'm remembering, is just chaotically getting to plot point to plot point, but not. But they had to stretch it. Like once upon a once upon a time's doom was the like 22 episode season. Mm-hmm. Like if they would have just held them to something smaller, 
just don't try to stretch it. Don't do weird bottle episodes. Don't do things like that. That's really where it falls apart because you're suddenly trying to write longer stories for characters you didn't flesh out enough and you don't know enough about somehow. I don't know how they don't know enough about it to get them through this. So it's just bad. It's bad, but fun bad. This is fun bad. It's having a good time watching this. It kind of reminds me of Riverdale. Like Riverdale now, it's which is in season five. I swear, Abby, if we, yeah, if we needed another show after Once Upon a Time, I would nominate Riverdale, although we might want to die because like we are in, it's in season five. I only tune in occasionally. And in one of the latest episodes, there is a religion for Cheryl Blossom's dead brother, who they think is Jesus. And as their church is singing a song from Hair. Archie and his friends are rappelling down into a bunker through the glass ceiling to f- to stop a kidnapping. I, I thought I knew what Riverdale was about. Yeah, you, you think you know. You have no idea. With every word you spoke, I lost complete grip of it. Uh, you know what? I'm fine with that. Um, I After experiencing Charmed, um, I'm not sure we should be going into any show that has not been established for a while that we don't know what we're walking into. I don't know if it's our jam. We're not, uh, we're not, let's just jump on this kind of thing. I think, I think a show that by the time we're done with this, maybe wrapping up its 17th season, uh, I assume that they turn them out very quickly, like Top Chef episodes. Um, uh, something tells me this season will be the last. It may get one more. Because, but so what I will do is I will continue to keep my, uh, my brain clean and scrubbed of any plot points. Uh, because if we're going to do it, I want to go in blind. Like, it's fine if you want to keep watching or whatever. I'm going to go in completely blind and have no idea what's happening. Just wildly speculate. Oh, but now, but I want to send you that, that video clip of the song. Uh, you know what? Do it. I have zero context for anything. It's not like I'm okay. going to watch season no, I'm gonna, two and I'm just gonna be send like, oh, this is how we get to, this is how we get to the hair song and the church and the dead brother. And the, oh, you don't need any explanation. In fact, I don't it's want better without it. It's I feel like it. explanation is just going to make it sad because I have all the explanation in the world for Cinderella and none of the, I, I get madder by the day about Amazon Cinderella. <laughs> and a friendly reminder for that, our Hello Dearies and our wonderful Snow Queens have access to our Patreon exclusive episode where we reviewed Amazon Prime Cinderella and it was a wonderful, lively conversation with, uh, it included uh, my brother-in-law, Billy. Uh, but in the meantime, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. You can join our wonderful Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash OUA timing. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash OUA timing. You can follow us on Twitter at OUA timing. I am personally at Beth Elderkin. I am at just underscore Abby. And we will be back next week with season three, episode six, Ariel and... And the wonderful emancipation of one Queen Regina as Ursula. Hooray! Thanks so much, everyone. And Abby, we will see you next week. See you next week, Beth. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.